This episode was originally released on June 28th, 2023. Are you wondering why you're just hearing it now? All episodes release first and foremost on our Patreon page. You can become a patron at chillinois.net slash Patreon. That's C-H-I-L-L-I-N-O-I-S dot net slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It only costs $3 a month. It's one of the best ways to support our show. And like I said, it gives you exclusive access to new episodes as they release. Enjoy the episode. Yeah. Yeah, let's do this thing. You got anything rolled up today? Um, I'm doing some dabs, but I, I do have some pre-rolls, actually. I could do that, too. Sweet. Sweet. Well, cool. Cheers. Cheers. I think I have a dab pen around here somewhere. I'll do some cheers, dabs with cheers, you, too. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do it. So, uh, well, while we do this, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience and uh, tell people where they can find you online? Um, my name is Shana. I also go by Southside Shanky on Instagram, most social media platforms. Um, and that's where most of my content lives is, off, is on Instagram. And I'm a cannabis content creator for hire. <laughs> that you are for hire and higher than most. Yes, Sorry, that was true. a reach. That was a reach. <laughs> but hey, I, I'm glad you glad, liked it. So <laughs> right. hell yeah. <laughs> So you're one of three of High Focus Media, is that correct? Oh, yeah. Also true. Also one of the co-founders Hell yeah. of High Focus Media, the content and influencer marketing agency, mm-hmm. and, and party planning, actually. <laughs> yeah. We fell into event planning. Fuck yeah. And I've heard those, uh, I've heard those things are jumping, too. So we'll have to talk know, about right. that. I know. Um, right. I hope one day to get you out here to join us for one. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Will happen. It will happen. Well, um, okay, good, good, good. as we load up our dabs, I want to tee you up for a question. I'm curious. Okay. Did you start with cannabis content creation or were you a content creator before? Um, always ca- cannabis content creation. Nice. Was my answer. I feel like I was doing it when I had a private account of like 1200 people that I knew I met in real life. And so I was like, just doing it to them for them is a joke. It's fun. You know, being like, I smoke weed. We all know this back then. Most, I didn't know anyone else like publicly consuming cannabis on Instagram like 10 years ago. So it was always like hush hush. And so I had, I had it behind a private account and everyone who followed me knew what I was doing. But after, um, we went illegal adult use in 2020. I kind of like opened my page up to be pu- pu- uh, public and then the rest is history. The rest is history. That's hilarious. <laughs> so how's, how's it been? And again, if you need to pause to take this dab, don't let me hold you okay. for the dab. Okay. So okay, okay. I'm going to keep no, asking just, questions. Up. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm just warming it up. Cool. Um, okay. You said, I already missed the question. <laughs> it's all good. Like, how's it been? How's it been going? Oh. I mean, I look at your page and it's going well. I know the answer, but from your perspective, how's it been? Yeah, going? I think it's, I think it's going pretty good. I'm I'm not complaining. You know, there could be a little less like um, social media policing happening, but besides that, 
We're doing yeah. good. We're doing good. You know, I'm having fun with it. And that's mostly what it's about for me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, <laughs> excuse me. The dabs just got me. I've been hitting the dabs. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Folks that are uh, listening right now, you got to watch the video version. She's got this sweet Puffco. Sweet looking oh, yeah, Puffco. Thanks. Pink and everything. That's cool. All right. Thank you. Does it change colors or is the... It does change colors, but this That's is cool. like the setting that it's on. So it's nice. this color. I changed it. That's super cool. Yeah, you can like <laughs> customize it in the app. Huh. Wow. That's crazy. I have like the original Puffco, so the new Puffcos uh-huh. connect to your phone and shit. That's wild. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I had the OGP for a long time too, and I gave it recently to Nicole, my business partner. There you go. I was like, well, I have this. I don't need both of these. The best sort of hand-me-down. I mean, those mm-hmm, things work mm-hmm. well. Those things almost it a works. little bit, a little bit too well. You know, <laughs> you said um, almost too well. Yeah, you you uh, there's a point with those puffcos where you're like, is this thing still going? Like it just yeah, keeps vaping. Right now, I'm just like, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, um, well, sure. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, this is your review. I was gonna ask you. No, a question. no. Like, go this ahead. Is your... like, go what's ahead. your favorite way to consume? That's a good question. I think like just for like ease, I like to roll up. Now I say that, and I am not good at rolling with like Me my my hands. So I've got this little like rolling machine that I use that's pretty trustworthy, and like I I've gotten it to where I can. You know, on a good day, I can roll a joint in like less than two minutes, you know, which is, you know, grind it up, load it up, spark it up. It's nice. Right. Um, and the reason I like nice. that is just because like there's something to be said about like sparking it up and then you don't have to do anything. You just like walk around the house or walk around the yard and you just puff it on it. And uh, I don't know, with like bongs and bowls and the puffcos are great, but the fact that you have to like reload it every time, that that's mm-hmm. why off the hip I will go to a joint. What's your preferred in- ingestion? Um, I like dabs. I like concentrates. Okay. I, I feel like it takes a little, it goes a long way. You know, mm-hmm. it's concentrated. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. And I can get it in in like 30 seconds. Yeah. From from start to finish, I'm like, all right, well, I'm done. On my day, you know. Yeah. My favorite but, thing but about like, cons Oh, go ahead, mm-hmm. sorry. No, but I'll say I like joints for socializing, you know, like when you're outside in the world. But Fuck yeah. I don't want to smoke a joint necessarily inside my house, but I don't mind doing it outside my house. So. Mm-hmm. Perfect for yeah. outdoors and like a campfire yeah, totally. party situation. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. But I'm sorry, you were saying Oh, it's all good. It's all good. With Zoom, it can be tough to like, you know, there's a lag and stuff. Sometimes it's hard to see or try to get in. But like I was going to say, I really like concentrate because now this isn't so much of an issue nowadays because I don't surround myself with these types of people so much anymore. But I feel like, you know, I'm going back in the day when it was a little we were just talking about it with your Instagram when you had to be a little bit more low key concentrates uh-huh. are like a godsend it's literally a gift true. from god it's true it's true and i'm not a god i'm not a believer myself but i'm like if there's a god he brought concentrates here right um, or she did yeah or she did exactly <laughs> thank you thank you right, right. and for by that i mean 
you know, you probably already know where I'm going, but I made a video a few years ago at Thanksgiving to kind of prove my point. And I, I think I probably have it still saved, but I did take it down okay. where I, I basically just said, you know, the best, the dab pen is a gift from heaven, basically. And the reason is, and you can just hear my family chattering in the background while I'm uh -huh. in the bathroom. And I'm like, I can just step in here, <laughs> yeah. take a deep breath. Yeah. And then just go right back into the house, no problem. You know, what I, mean? I love mine. I love mine. I went. I was a dab pinner for a long time before mm -hmm. I got the OG peak, and then I came across like an electric nicotine collector in like 2021, and I was like, I'm out, I'm on the move, yeah. constantly dabbing. This is amazing. <laughs> like mm -hmm. dabbing in the mountains. This is what I want to do with my life. So yeah, it was great. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, like I say, nowadays, like I'm just kind of pretty in your face about it. I'll just go out and smoke a joint and people are like, mm -hmm. you smell like weed? And I'm like, damn right I do. I just smoked some good uh, shit. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, well, I hey, you, just, I do. you mentioned the mountains. I see you travel a lot. Um, what's the what's the cannabis industry like out there for folks that haven't been outside of Illinois? It's pretty radical, right? It's true. It's true. I mean, and even so, I would say since they became adult use, I think it was 2014. And since even since then, I feel like it's like becoming a little bit more controlled. But when I first came out, it was the Wild West. Like you can literally go and put a store and get 28 grams of concentrate, like an ounce. You know what I'm saying? Like now they've made things where like, okay, well, this equals this amount of weight now. So you can't just come in here all crazily and buy up the store and keep going across town like you used to. But the prices are super reasonable, um, even with taxes, even paying taxes. It's like, I'm always, I'm always like waiting for the sticker shock. And I'm like, oh, here, $1. And I'm like, what? 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 It's crazy. It's crazy. It but, really and I is. like to, they're a little more interactive. Like it used, it also used to be more like you could hold it and smell it and touch it. But now they're pulling back on that a little bit too. I think, you know, this stuff happens probably. This is the nature of legalization you know mm -hmm. yeah i actually went to colorado over covid and it's not something i thought about until covid where they were like yeah we don't let people stick their faces in the jar anymore and i was like yeah oh yeah kind of it's funny it takes something like that to really see how crazy mm -hmm. that was and mm -hmm. it's not like you still can't go to, i've been a, to a shop after covid and they will let you smell and i've even seen some yeah. where they let people they've grabbed a nug and smell. i'm like dude mm -hmm. I literally, when I saw that, I was just like, oh, I played a white lie. I was like, I'm not going to buy here. But like when I see people touching like customers, yes. touching it, I'm like, yes. dude, no, yeah. no, know. no. Like I get it. It's like a sample, like, like Thank you. pre packs, right? Right. It's there like pre packs. And then and they're just showing you, here's mm -hmm. a jar. That's what it looks like. Right. You get an idea. Right now they're in the back already packaged up. Here you go. You know, that's different. But you're right. I like going to the cookie store, for example, in uh, Denver. They have a lemonade, and so it's kind of like everything's already like in these little like magnetized, like magnetic, no, magnified containers. Yes, yeah. Where you, can, where you can like turn it and then smell it and then look uh -huh. at it. Those are each super tray, cool. Each each cultivar they have in there, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. But I haven't seen anywhere else do that yet, other yeah. than the cookies franchise, whatever. But mm -hmm. You're right about that. You can put in your hands. No, thanks. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, that's what I was about to say. I'm glad you went there. You were like, if it's like a sample jar, I guess, because then, you know, mm -hmm. like the, the batch that's going to be weighed out for you will for not sure. have been 
sampled and smelled by everybody right, you right. know and but, jostled around right <laughs> right right it just like it's like we throw it out in the, the day yeah uh-huh like, okay okay sure <laughs> right 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 sounds good but well, yeah hey. i yeah what were you about to say i don't remember it was something oh, about darn. cannabis in colorado cannabis colorado we were talking about sample jars being jostled and all that stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's okay It'll it's gone to me. okay yeah um well i always like asking people about what what their experience has been like have you been to so i know you've been to colorado i feel like you've been there a mm-hmm. few times uh, yeah, any other cannabis markets you've been to i've been to i recently went to california last year for the first time and how was that experience socal and norcal in the same trip it was also e- easily obtained and i realized i didn't before that but you can get a medical card in california i'm not sure how much it weighs anything now you know what uh-huh. it bears maybe like 10 years ago it was a really big thing but now it's like as an out-of-towner you can go get like a immediate <laughs> yeah. use medical card or you can go if you if you're a state a resident you can file for that one with the state and you get a more of a discount i guess but i'm like that's kind of cool i never i didn't do it but i was interested in it i like all delivery services that's the come up it's oh, did sitting you in your that? house yeah, I did. Well, you know, I'm a researcher, babe. I'm a researcher. So I was yeah. like, let me go on here. Like, I already used apps I wanted to try out. And I was like, all mm-hmm. right. Showed up. There, I walked. I think I had to like show my ID. And they were like, all right, here you go. Have a good day. I paid for it. I believe I paid for it in the app. Or maybe, yeah, maybe. You know, it's something like that. Like, I remember being like, super easy transaction. And I was like, wow. California, oh. bro. California. That's super I love it. cool. It's kind of like getting an Apple, like going to Apple store and ordering delivery. It's like a white, they call it the white glove experience. They like bring you the bag to the door. I don't know if you wow. ever did that, but they do that. That's what they do with the, the cannabis mister. They just bring you the bag to the door. And I'm like, <laughs> I love it here. Man, I'm For trying to reason. sit here. I'm trying to sit here and imagine what it's like. Like imagine like I mean? Grubhub or Uber Eats. And you just like, but weed. And you're just like, all right, I'm going to get that. I'm going to pick up these. And you just like sit back and wait. And then someone's like, hey, I'm outside. You're like, oh, all right, be right there. That sounds Invite like a me. recipe for disaster for me. <laughs> right? <laughs> you're like, um, we have coal. We've ordered, but you ordered like 10 times today. You're like, well, you know, sales. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one of the main reasons I leave the house, Shay. You're like, see, see, see. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Maybe we should pump the brakes. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but- It'd be it'd be so cool if uh it'd, it'd be it'd so, be so cool, cool if we had delivery, you know. I know. I mean, it probably still be like four hundred dollars, but hopefully by the time we get there, we won't be. It would will come down some on these prices. Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to. We mentioned it with Nicole and uh made, but you know, just in case for some uh Maddie, I meant to say, uh, just in case people hadn't checked out those episodes yet, tell us about the events you guys are doing because I just feel like people are really craving. The community like aspect right now and you're you're providing that so um yeah tell us what you got going on well we host this monthly cannabis like industry night called professesh and where we kind of like go to different potentially mostly bars or like interactive uh public like places like there's a place called um the emporium which i probably identify as a bar but they are arcade focused so they have like three different locations with different like games and like and like you know kind of like David Buster's but where you can smoke weed outside of it 
you know? And um, we give you something to do, a place to, to safely consume cannabis and interact with people you probably would never met otherwise. You know what I'm saying? And like, I've, I've noticed a lot of people have had great benefits from coming to these events, like networking and like getting job opportunities or like meeting new friends even, you know what I'm saying? And so we wanted to give someone, a, people a place to come out to visit that's not necessarily focused on drinking alcohol, you know? Mm-hmm. But also the bar industry needs us too. Like need they both, we, we need a place to come outside and be like, you know what? I want to have a little couple of sets, a little sesh, go back inside, hang out with my friends, you know? And like, we now have that with the fresh sesh. Okay. Yeah. Giving people another thing to do. Something else to do besides just hanging out in a bar on Wednesday night. Yeah. I love it. In my opinion. I, I love it. And it's crazy to think, you know, like, this is history. Have you ever thought about mm-hmm. that? No, I didn't. Until, no, I'm not really. You're right. It is. You're like leading the especially, charge. Especially like, you know, Illinois. Mm-hmm. You know? I yeah, mean, so. it's not only Illinois, but yeah, I mean, you can make yeah, it about true. Illinois, but it's bigger than that. But but certainly Illinois, is, we don't have to make it bigger than that. We can just, you know, yeah. let's focus on us, right? Let's focus on <laughs> Illinois. Let's not make it bigger than it has to be. But, <laughs> but yeah, this is history for Illinois. Yeah, I it's... think actually when you said that, I mean, we do want to expand it at some point, you know, like bring it to other markets mm-hmm. whenever that, whenever it's possible, honestly. Yeah, you know, it's like super cool like... that we can just hop the border to Missouri now, you know what I mean? I know. And so, and it's my hometown, it's St. Louis. So it's, Fuck yeah. that's why, that's why I'm Southside Shanky because of Southside St. Louis, the city of St. Louis, okay. not because of Chicago. Yeah. I'm clear up that rumor right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's been cleared up. <laughs> Fuck yeah. How long? Uh, right. We we didn't talk about your background really. Like, how long uh, did you live in St. Louis and stuff? Well, sorry, I'll uh, ask about that in a second. Let me note that. Okay. I'll ask it about it okay. a second. Let's finish the finish the event conversation. Sorry, I've got ADHD. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, the next one coming up, June seventh. We're gonna be at an emporium. We have we always we have cannabis sponsors. They come and they supply these for the guests on the sesh bus. Um, just free events come out six to nine p.m. <laughs> every 7th, first right? Wednesday of the month. Yeah. Oh, and every first. Every first. Wednesday. Yeah, that's what we. That's the schedule we've been on currently, and um, all the information will be posted on our pro on our Instagram profile called the Fast Sesh. So and yeah, for folks, if uh you're just trying to like click and get there, if you look in the description for this episode of the podcast, there will be links to the Profesh Sesh uh account, uh Southside Shanky's account on Instagram yeah. and all that stuff. So and high focus media. And high focus media, absolutely. Absolutely. So um any any uh they kind of teased us, uh uh Maddie and uh Nicole. Um, Nicole. Yeah, they both teased us. I keep wanting to say their Instagram usernames. On accident, I'm like so. that too. I'm like that too. So, it's like, yeah, okay. so I'm like shifting gears. <laughs> but um, they were teasing us about some of the cool events you, you may have in the summer, like possibly a beach day and everything else. That's true. Um, that's true. That's trying to cool. do more pop-ups and interact with other um, like art spaces in Chicagoland bring and like mix up a little bit instead of like you know maybe not have it always at bars sure 
more moving into like art galleries and the beaches, you know, those kind of things. So yeah, a little that's, extra things outside of Professesh. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to summer. It's going to be popping in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's already started, honestly. And again, I just want to dwell on the fact that what you just said is history. Uh, like, uh, not trying to like blow it up or anything, but like think no, about the fact. Up. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, it think about the fact that like you know the pandemic happened right after we legalized it, as I always like to say, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, and then like people really wanted that like four twenty cannabis connection, but people were scared. And yeah. even as restrictions loosened, like last summer, people, I still, there just wasn't like a lot of things going on. I think maybe you had you started last summer? We you know we didn't start. Our official first professed sesh was February of 23. Okay. So it's just crazy to think that, yeah, like that is among. I mean, I'm not trying to, because I know that high mind events does stuff too, but that you're among mm-hmm, few, mm-hmm. you're among few yeah, yeah. that are leading the charge in doing cannabis events. And like, that is, that's, that's going to be in the history books. If there's going to be like Thank a cannabis you. thing one of these days. So I truly believe it because it's like weed was legalized, but then when did like the actual culture take shape? Exactly. Here we exactly. go. I love it. You're right. Hell yeah. I agree. So. I agree. Had to just dwell on that for a second. I like that, you know, just dwell. I like that dwelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I never though, thought uh, about it from that way until until you said it. You know, and I was like, "You're right, actually." Yeah. It's, yeah. This history, dang. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Look at us. So, um, I guess it, before I switch to your beginnings in St. Louis yeah. and stuff, uh, any other things on events or whatever you are going on that you wanted to talk about before we just talk about Shana? Um, I think that's the big one. It's Professor's coming up next month, the first Wednesday on June 7th. We haven't released the RSVP link yet, but that's coming up probably next week. Okay. So, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> sweet sweet well tell me about it uh did you like born and raised in st louis or did you just yes okay i'm born and raised st louisan um and i live i moved to chicago and on halloween day of 2011 and so i've been here ever since but i bounced around 2011 you said yeah i moved to chicago in 2011 gotcha like halloween day october and um, what else I can say about that? My most of my family still lives there, though. Like my, my my immediate family, they all still live there. I'm mm-hmm. the only one out here from my immediate family. Why'd you come to Chicago? But um, because I was ready for a, another city life, and this was the closest. Like I, St. Louis is like 300 miles from my, mm-hmm. from here for me, and I was like, well, if I want to go back and forth whenever I want to visit, it's super quick. I can make it happen. And also, the Lake Michigan, really. Still to this day, I'm always like, damn, girl, she's so beautiful every day. Every time, it's like seeing it for the first time. And so I'm like, I don't think I can live somewhere permanently far away from the Lake Michigan. I'm sorry. Attracted me. And yeah. my job was easy transferable at the time. And I was like, literally, I, I went 
visit like August that year. And then I was like, by October, I had already planned it out and I was moving. You know, I was like, all right, well, my job was like, yeah, you can transfer. Awesome. And I'm like, all right, fine apartment. Okay, awesome. And I moved, packed me and my cat. I mean, took a U-Haul and came all the way up here. You and, and your again, cat, you said. Rest was history. Yes. Mm -hmm. Nice. Hell yeah. Yep, I'm a, I'm a cat lady. Well, it happened to me. I'm a cat person. I didn't too, choose so. it. I didn't <laughs> choose the life, the cat life. The cat life chose me, I like to say. Hell yeah. It, that's yeah. how it goes. I mean, mm -hmm. nobody, nobody chooses it. Mm -mm. I was like, nope, nope. I've rescued, um, I fostered like bully breeds for a long time. I was a dog lady in St. Louis. And then I moved to Chicago. The cat that I moved here with, she was like, came up to me in the alley one night, like in 2010, was like, pick me up. And I'm like, holy crap, like cats do this. <laughs> and I took her home, took her to the vet the next day. They were like, I guess she's yours now. I'm like, well, and then we were together for like 11 years. Wow. Yeah. And then I'm like, that's my girl. And then I also am a, I do, I have community cats. And so I do TNR, which is trap, neuter, and release. Mm -hmm. And they, they showed up on my back porch. Literally, they started, they started walking up and hanging on my window ledge, looking at my kitchen. And I'm like, is that a cat? <laughs> and that was like 2018. And I've been involved with that ever since. So that's why I'm the full-fledged cat lady. That's freaking awesome, yo. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. You know, you see a problem, cats, old cat overpopulation, and so I'm trying to help do my little part. Yeah. Is it fucking crazy? Yeah. Is the cat population problem crazy? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, Chicago has a huge problem with, like, uh, ferals and stray cats, basically. And, like, basically them not it's not a problem with them being around. It's a problem with them not being like spayed or neutered. So they can okay. create more cats right. that don't have homes when there's like a million animal cats and dogs right now sitting in animal shelters across Chicago land already. We don't have oh. homes. You know? So that's mostly what it's about. But okay. cats can live out in the world. They're fine. We take care of them, but they don't want them to have any unwanted cat litters. Sure. That's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of freaking feral cats. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just running, running the town, you know. Yeah. But, uh, uh, uh. Recipe but, yeah. for disaster. Mm hmm. But it's awesome. cool. It's, I love them. They're good. Sweet. They're good animals. Sweet. So you just wanted to get to a new city, so you came to Chicago. Oh, yeah. I have to agree that Lake Michigan, or just any body of water, I just. Yeah. It just makes, I don't know what it does for you, but like to me, I just have really deep thoughts. Yeah, I do love large bodies of water. Like, I'm a, I'm, I like oceans, they're fun, but I think they kind of scary a little bit, you know, like to be in, like, and, like, and physically. But ultimately, yeah. I like, I like staring at them and being right next to them. <laughs> and just like, you know, that's mostly it. And also, I think like Michigan is crazy large. So it looks like the ocean some days, most days. <laughs> Like, I can't tell. Like, I'm like, if you didn't know better, you'd be like, that's a, where, where are they? <laughs> like, I'm straight in Chicago, up. the third coast. <laughs> it straight up does look like another ocean, though. It does. Um, it does. And like, sunny days is like all blue, green. You're like, whoa, that looks awesome, even though it's probably not for the best, but still. What do you mean? Like, probably not good like, water? Yeah, it's probably not good, but it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, am I in Turks and Caicos or what? And it's like, nope, Lake Michigan. <laughs> like, but no, I love it here. 
that's a great home base for sure. Mm-hmm. What are some? I love Chicago. I just realized I didn't really ask the others these types of questions. What are some other things you love about Chicago? Mm, I love the I food. Feel like, yeah, I was gonna say that's, that's what I was gonna say. The food. I think recently I admitted to myself that I'm a foodie. Yeah. So hi, my name's Shane. I'm a foodie. I realized this, and it just means that there's all kinds of food. You can get very get like very expensive food. You can get very inexpensive food, and it all be amazing. Right. And so I'm into that. Like I don't think like price has anything to do with quality, but it does help. Like mm-hmm. like quality or then like taste flavors, I should say, not quality. But I love that you can get anything you want pretty much up to like four AM, you know, a good a good round of time. Even yeah. with even since the pandemic, there's still some things that on the weekends is open super late. And I'm like, Thank you for you. You yeah. know, thanks for being here. <laughs> Um, food, music, like I said, the lake, the views. Yeah. I just love it. And I mean, the fact that we are adult use is very helpful. I don't, I wouldn't live in any other state that wasn't, I already been past this part of their life. You know, Could with, you imagine? I cannot. And I'm so glad Missouri finally came on board, you know, cause it still was like, I don't want to move back there, but right. ultimately they, they got a lot of other stuff going on. I'm not participating in but I'm glad that that is a thing now because I thought that would never happen. Yeah. How? Yeah, which is crazy because they were medical for a while, but I agree with you that yes. the, the, yeah. the, it didn't look like it was going to happen. It yeah. didn't look like it was going to happen. And then people were like, oh, they're always so close. Yeah. But they dropped the ball, you know, for, for a long time. And I was like, I don't know, man, Missouri. Mm. <laughs> but I'm glad. Have you, have you I shopped there? Participated yet. No, not yet. Oh. Okay. So that's, that's not planned this year. Cool. To actually come down there and shop and check out some shops. Sweet. That's well, stay tuned that's for that. Goal. I know, right? Stay tuned for that content. Hopefully this, maybe next month or in September, because I don't like it when it's hot. Summertime in St. Louis is unbearable. Dude. The humidity, yeah. I can't deal. My body's like, we don't get along that well with humidity, Okay. And so I learned my lessons growing up there for, you know, living there for at least solid 20 years before yeah, I started moving around. You can feel it. It's like a blanket. It really is. And you can't, it's oppressive. Uh-huh. The only it is way oppressive. To, uh, <laughs> the only way to avoid it is to stay inside the AC until yeah. like September. That's really you know it. what's funny is it's literally described. I, maybe you knew this, but what i only recently learned this which is why i'm saying it it's literally mm-hmm. described as oppressive so when the dew point hits mm-hmm. that high it's literally mm-hmm. called oppressive weather <laughs> and i'm like i don't want to be a part of that yeah so i really have actively avoided being in st louis every for many years now during the summer because mm-hmm. september is amazing october amazing november amazing may and even early spring mm-hmm. Yeah, early spring, April, May, amazing. Mm-hmm. June, July, August, woo! I call yeah. it like being inside of a microwave. That's what I imagine to be like inside of a microwave. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that I don't know if this analogy will make sense to you, but it made sense to me. I've got a friend that lives in Austin, Texas, and I went there uh, once for like a race or something. So there's, there's, um, not that you or any of my audience may care about this, but there's a sport called MotoGP and it's okay. uh, like crotch rocket motorcycle racing. 
and the only race like that in North America is in Austin, Texas. So I thought like, Interesting. I was like, damn, I, you know, cause if you want to go anywhere else, you have to literally leave North America. So, uh, I thought, well, there's one close and I've got a friend there. Okay. So I, I went there and it was really, really hot there. Um, but I was like, at the time, I can't remember when it was, but I was like, I, I was like, I would trade this year round for the the horrible winters that we have. And he said yeah. something interesting that I never thought of. He said, "But you don't understand. I think we weren't it like it wasn't the heat of the summer yet." He's like, "You don't understand. It gets so hot here that it's like there in the winter, except it's like so you're like like running to get inside because it's so yes. hot." Yeah. <laughs> type of thing. Immediately. I called it the joke we had. I said I told people like I don't like to like stand around and be sweating. That's what happens right. in St. Louis. Like you yeah. immediately step outside and your forehead starts beating up. And I'm like, bro, whoa, <laughs> hey, let's go. <laughs> let's go inside. Yep. You know, like I can't. I yeah, can't I need to it. be inside with air conditioning blasting <laughs> on my face. <laughs> right, right, right. On freeze. You uh -huh. know, like immediately. And you yeah. just like and then imagine like if you lived in housing that was like made in the 1920s and 1950s and you didn't have like central air conditioning it's like it's a wrap okay you're never your house is never going to stay cool like maybe one room you gotta all just put all be in the same room it's terrible yeah, yeah and then when you're all in the same room it starts heating up because you're all hot. in the same room <laughs> yeah. right. right and i'm like we're producing energy and it's heat gotta leave but yeah, yeah. no so I, i've been trying real hard to avoid having to go to st louis during the summer for years even though my birthday is in july also so i'm like i'm really making a sacrifice here yeah yeah well amen to that yeah you won't find me in uh, st louis by choice in the summer mm -mm. Um, mm -mm. so yeah well cool um yeah i would have to say that's i i led with food too because i just love love chicago's food uh just just a stupid question but it kind of reminds me of the question we started with uh with regard to like what's your off the hip weed can uh you know like what's what do you like to how do you like to smoke off the hip you know mm -hmm. preferred what is your off the hip food choice i'll lead with pizza it's always my answer like i literally last yeah. night was thinking to myself like, I'm, a, I'm a pizza holic because we went to Polly G's in Logan Square, which is like this wood-fired pizza place, but they also make like Detroit-style pizza and like like the sourdough, like traditional wood-fired pizzas. And it was like mm -hmm. the best pizza. I love Detroit-style pizza. Is then like the, that being thick. Yes. And then I like St. Louis-style pizza being like the thinnest. I like there's no in the middle really. I like a thin and a, and I like a thick. I don't know <laughs> like, that I was even aware that there was like a St. Louis-style, so I'll have to try. Have to try. You do have to try. It's the main one is called Emo's Pizza. Okay, I, I feel like I have heard of that. You you have. It's been around since 1964 mm -hmm. in St. Louis. So it's amazing. They make like they have a certain cheese blend that they created for themselves. It's called Provel. Hmm. And so I don't know. It's either you love it or you don't. That's how I'm saying it's like say, Emo's Pizza is like that. Yeah, polarized. And if you're on the <laughs> other side, don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me. It'd be like, yeah, Shane, I tried it. It was amazing. You know, just don't tell me. Just don't tell me if you hated it because I don't know I can take that. Yeah. You know? We're sensitive about our stuff. Okay. That's funny. 
Yeah, no, I uh, I think that's one thing that we're right side by side, side by side on. I am like a pizza holic. Like you can yeah. ask anybody that knows me. Um, it's it's like a problem. Um, yeah, I love pizza. Yeah, pizza, and I would say recently I'm into wings. Like I've been on the hunt. Like I've been in this Korean fried chicken wing kick. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you had Korean fried chicken. It's amazing. No, I I'm haven't. Sorry. It sounds amazing. <laughs> You got to come up to Chicago. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you ever do... Oh, wait. I was about to ask a question, but I kind of know the answer. I was going to ask, do you ever do events with food people, but don't you do like one with Chiba Hut or something like that? Well, yeah. They're one of our they're one of our sponsors at Professors. Sometimes okay. they sponsor us. So we try to give people a little snacky poos also. You know, like we can't be out here just getting high and not have no, no access to food. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes water. we'll offer yeah our water. So sometimes we offer some items for free, like you know, like first come first serve type of vibe. Sure. Or we're at events where you can easily order food from the venue, like no problem. So we gotta keep we keep all those things in mind because I'm that kind of person. Like I like to be get as high as possible, and then I'm like, okay, time for dinner. And if I have to wait like an hour, it's gonna, it's a wreck, <laughs> you know. So like yeah. I'm like, no, I need to be able to like have it right in my fingertips when I'm ready for it. So yeah. I feel you on that. That's I get, about that. I get hangry quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that kind of energy. So we try to avoid it, you know, having like wa- water, weed, food, comfortable space. Yeah. All the things you need to have successful sesh, you know? Yeah. So you mentioned uh, energy. It made me. It reminded me of something that you mentioned earlier. Now, if it's not what I think it is, we don't need to devote time to it. Okay. But if it is what I think it is, I want to talk about it. Are you t- when you m- mentioned social media and issues with that? Are you talking about the fact that you're a cannabis content producer and it's like they, you get your shit removed? Or are you talking about something else? Yes, I would agree. That would be a big one. You know, cool. that one being about being policed on social media. Yeah, that's what I was referring to for sure. How do you get around that? How do you deal with with that? Uh, I think Maddie told us about some of the things she does. Um, but I'm curious, do you have any pointers? Yeah, recently I've been including, like, I used to do it and I fell off for a while, but in my caption I'll include like 21 plus and like, not for sale all the time. And then so recently I haven't had any issues with anything that I've posted since restarting adding that like enclosure basically mm. or disclosure yeah. Yeah, yeah, disclosure yeah 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 and my content you know even on the, the video like on, the, on the body of the reel i'll put 21 plus not for oh, sale nice. you know yeah, yeah. Like, you know on the video so it's kind of like a watermark what it looks mm-hmm. like and so like those kind of like they're the way they're i want to i don't understand uh instagram but i'm, I'm gonna interpret how i feel it works is that they have like these automatic sensors or like triggers you know things like words and phrases images that immediately trigger like a response to it and then they'll like they're they were like to react and then decide later like oh okay maybe we yeah we took it down but we realized it's all right you know you can have it back no problem you know or and so i think including those things they're reading it and they're like okay because i literally was watching tiktok the other day and i opened up the app and there's a person making a cocktail drink like just like showing me how to make a cocktail is a, is a tiktok and mm-hmm. i'm like what's the difference between me th- me doing that and like showing someone how to roll a joint 
Right. That's a completely banned. You'll probably mm-hmm. get permanently banned on TikTok if you did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he literally would just like, but it's also normalization, you know? So I'm still trying to, I'm still in that lane of trying to normalize. I'm normalizing cannabis consumption for myself, my family. Like, I think everyone who knows me, they're like, oh, Shane is the girl I need to talk to. I have a cannabis question. And I'm like, if I don't know the answer, I'll go look research it for you, find out, you know? But I just feel like that made me think about, like, I'm like, I got to keep trying doing what I'm doing because eventually I think it's going to turn a leaf where it's acceptable. Like, I understand, like, maybe issues with overconsumption, those kind of content, that's a different story. But people also post things about when they get too drunk and then things happen in public or whatever, they're a whole story. What's the difference between that? What's the difference? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Right. right. Is there? No. Right. Is no. there? No, it's not. It's a matter of perception and, like, opinion and, like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, let's we kind of work on changing those ways of thought, basically, around cannabis. Yeah. And so I'm just going to keep making my content, regardless if it gets taken down or not, because I post it because it's what I want to see. And and so far, it seems like 24,000 other people like to see it, too. So thanks Mm -hmm. for the following. And I know we've got about 20 minutes, so forgive me on the the very deep question, but... What drives you? What drives you, Shayna? Like with cannabis specifically, Mm -hmm. but I guess you can make it as big as you want it, but that's specifically what I was asking about. I just, again, I I think I'm going to narrow down back on like normalization Mm -hmm. drives me because I'm like, we mostly were always conditioned to like do it in the closet, you know, growing yeah. in your closet, um, smoking in the closet, you know, for years. And I'm just like, I don't need to feel like I need to do that. And I don't think if I do it more, people might be more comfortable doing it for themselves as well. Like with their families, you know, like uh, being at like some more places where you would normally assume that you're consuming cannabis is inappropriate. It's like, no, it's not. It's the same thing as, pulling up a cocktail offer someone a drink you know what i'm saying i want to bring it back to that level like normalize like in some states that you can't gift cannabis but ultimately i can gift you a bottle of wine why can't i gift you a why can't i gift you a gram for christmas why can't I give you a, a gift card to the, my local dispensary you know what i'm saying and be like that's acceptable right we should start doing that that's where i'm at and so that drives me is pushing that narrative that it's okay yeah Smoking weed's fine, guys. Let's just do it all together. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. I think that's the big thing. Does that answer it? Yeah. Well, and I, I was curious too. I know you, you kind of hinted at the fact that you smoked weed before it was legal. You yes. daredevil, you. Um, yeah, you know. <laughs> how long have you been smoking? Oh, I can ask that. Pr- probably. I would say full time. Cause, you know, you take, you take breaks, you know, you, you, sure. know, you, use, you know, but I would say full time for about 15 years, like no breaks in between. And I think like I smoked in high school, you know, socially. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of took a time off, like right around 21 to like 20 something. And then after that, I was like, we're back on it. Why did I ever leave you, baby? You know, so <laughs> like nobody's worth this. I'm never going to betray you ever again, you know? So mm-hmm. that's where I was. So 15 years. 
nonstop. And it's been changed, changed a lot because I'm, I was a person that was like, you know, if you were smoking out a pipe, we'd have a pipe. I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Like, that's something <laughs> bad? Like, what are you doing, man? You know, and now I'm like, I've got... <laughs> Buff coals and dab rigs and torches, you know. Uh, like, right, the torch. I was about to bring up the torch. <laughs> yeah, like I still, I'm still very. I would say I was still a rookie with torches. Like I use it, I know how to do it, but it's not my preferred. I don't go there first. I'm more of just like electronic. I'm a smart, smart device person, you know. Mm-hmm. More less than an analog device person, you know. So, but yeah, I think my progression of my cannabis consumption has gone grown a lot over the last 15 years from being strictly like a blunt smoker to like smoking out of $400 devices you know what I'm saying <laughs> like every day yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy it's crazy, crazy. I remember those thought? days though when somebody hands you it was it was half it was half like you said like what is this but also half of like how do I operate this device that you're handing me mm-hmm. like and then they're like, you got to put the thumb there. And, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ow, it's hot. Ah. Like, Burn it's your eyebrows mouth. off. <laughs> you know, and that was a baddie girl. I liked my one hitters for like a lot of time, for a long time, because it was like, you know, you commuter, you're like pedestrian mm-hmm. and you just be in Michigan Avenue. No one's a wiser. No one cares. You know, like no one bothers you. Yeah. But then I, I just kept progressing to like, constant going towards concentrates you know so can no turn back no turning back yeah Plus, I think it feels more comfortable in my lungs I will say that dabs can be pretty tough on me but I believe that I think that's probably has to do with like temperature yeah you know like the hotter it is the harsher it is but also the higher you get (laughs) yeah damn straight (laughs) Damn straight. You want to get zooted for bed? Turn up the heat. If you're trying to chill, keep it low. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it turns up the heat. That's for fucking sure. I'll tell you, I've got the <laughs> sweats. Like, God damn. Dab sweats. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had this in a while because I, I do, I try to stay with Try to keep it in check. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, I rather dab all day than like get too high like one or two times a day. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Freaking yeah. hit a dab yeah. and die. <laughs> yeah right. All right, I'm going to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? I hit the dab, and now I want to do it again. Keep talking about it. Hell yeah! Well, man, <laughs> I I, uh, I love your vision of the future and what specifically what drives you. It sounds like that would be your vision for the future. Uh, a nor a place, a time where cannabis is normalized. It's as normal mm-hmm. as showing you mm-hmm. how to pour a drink. Mm-hmm normalized and diversified you know again that's another one i forgot about because it's like if you think about like what the imagery you see already about content on cannabis it's not it's not generally diverse as i would like it to be like to represent the people who actually consume it you know who are consuming it also you know and yeah so do you think it's going to take normalization to make that happen, to make that diversification happen, or do you? What do you think it'll take? I know that's a tough one, mm. but I'm also just think, thinking about it. I know, I, right? I think it has to happen, like kind of almost like Cohen, like consecutively, someone, yeah, yeah, no, at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah, like if it's normalized and then you're like, cause I also think like, for example, like black and brown people are stigmatized who smoke 
who consume cannabis, right? They have the, the stigma attached to people who are black sure. and brown who consume cannabis. And so I think that's part of it too. So if it's, it's going to be normalized and then now you have like diverse peoples in the cannabis content, I think it's too late. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I think it has to be like happening at the same time on the same path. You I know? see what you're saying. Not, yeah. not slowly staggered, but you know, coming up, you know, mm-hmm. but and it just people like us keep making content, putting it out there, helps each other, helps yeah. push it, you know, to the right audiences. So, and I think that's a good question to maybe wrap up on. If there's somebody listening right now that's like thinking they want to do what you do, what do you tell them? Do it. <laughs> like if you're if you are ready to put your face out there or even your even your thoughts out there like there's, a, there's many different ways to produce content that makes you feel comfortable but ultimately i think for me the best way was to get from behind the camera and be in front of it and that helped help me a lot help me grow a lot so that's why I, I recommend doing it get out there you know you can talk to me slide in the dms you know i'll give you some little tips some little tidbits you know like, I'm not a gatekeeper, you know, I wasn't, I didn't become who I was as a content creator alone, you know, so without help of my community. So let's go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, I told you that would be the last question, but I just realized I, I forgot a question that I had. Okay. Um, your content looks really good. And you just mentioned being behind the camera. Do you have like, and you seem to be like, I don't know the best word for it, but like, mm-hmm. it seems like there's certain people that just really get social media and like how to get the reach and engagement. Where, where does that come from for you? Or did you like just teach yourself or how did you learn this stuff? Cause you, you um, seem like really good at it. So I'm trying to give you a compliment you. while asking you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I would say I definitely learned a lot on my own. It's basically trial and error. And like, yeah. If I found something I wanted to learn how to do it, I would consult. I like to call it YouTube University, you know. <laughs> so like, if it would be, I love YouTube. It's a great platform. You know, you learn a lot of different things. It's a lot of a lot of, a lot of crap on there too, but it's a lot of good stuff on there. And um, I spent a lot of time, especially during the pandemic. So it started in 2020 where I was like full time, like okay, this is what I can do, and live streaming. I love live streaming and meeting new people all the world who also consume cannabis. And so that kind of helped, that helped me too. be like, wow, like we're not, you're not alone. You know, it started out being like, you don't have to smoke alone unless you want to. So yeah. like, I'm here, like, let's go live, let's stream. Like we're inside that, our houses, you know? Is that how you started to get confident and comfortable on the camera? That's a lot, yes. what a lot of people face is like, how do yes. I even get started? You know? Yes, exactly. It was live streaming. On, yeah. on social media, on uh, Instagram. And literally, I made a network of friends where we would be all home because it was like during the lockdown. And we were like, let's do our daily shit together. But we're just on live streaming. And that includes smoking, right? It like includes smoking, includes like doing chores, includes like, you know, remote working, you know. So it was kind of like a way to be like, okay, well, if I'm home, I'm not by myself because either I'm up here talking to one of these three people or I'm watching them like 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 a pod, like a podcast. I listen to a podcast, you know. So 
people like that. I got positive feedback, and we just kept doing it. But Sweet. yeah, like get out there. And oh, and I used my iPhone. I had an old ass iPhone for a long time. I'm not. I'm an iPhone girl, but I'm also not like the first immediate top latest greatest one comes out running by it no i'm like i get two years later you know so mm-hmm. but i just use i like to say the phrase like i use what i have to get what i want so <laughs> and so i practiced a lot and researched iphone shits and i was like oh i can do all this right with the iphone 7 plus cool let's go and yeah i think having a smart device helps if you want to be a content creator, that's like the number one thing people use. Just like the content quality is great enough for the small screen you're going to see on on social media. Perfect. Yeah. You don't need to go buy a thousand dollar camera unless you have that budget and you want to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Is that it? Yeah, I think that was you said. I'm high now. <laughs> it's all good. Me too. <laughs> Me too. That was the goal. So we did it. We accomplished it. <laughs> good <laughs> cool well hey uh i'll i'll uh, wrap this up with some time to okay. spare but i'm really looking forward to our next chat i know we're uh, about to make that happen with the others um and uh looking forward to getting out there for an event this summer yeah great thanks for having me you know i had a good time yeah and looking forward to the next time yeah Already. absolutely thank you for coming on and is before we go just because we do have the time is there anything that we didn't cover today or i don't know i just want to give you space for the last word um that's true um i don't think so cool i feel yeah i think we i think we covered it cool well we already addressed it that i'm south side from south side st louis <laughs> yep yep that was a big one you know yeah. revelation <laughs> Yeah, that was a big one for me because I if you would have po- if you would have asked me, I would have failed that one. So you'd be like Chicago, like, of course, right? <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so, that's well, it. That's it. Folks that are listening, once again, the uh, links to uh, to connect with Southside Shanky on Instagram or High Focus Media or Profesh Sesh, all those links they're going to be in the podcast description. So just look in the description for this episode. If it's easier, click the links and get connected. I want to say thanks again for joining me today. Thank and, you. And uh, looking forward to the next time we connect. Yeah. See ya. See ya.